Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I am so delighted to be with you here live on the air. I want to thank you all for listening to my show, for downloading the show, and for supporting the show. You make me uh, who I am. I, I truly do appreciate you and much love to you all. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, just again, if you are a first-time listener, um, I am the founder and a CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. And on this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on the personal as well as the professional level. And as a life coach and professional certified life coach, I try to cover a lot of those topics from our personal to professional growth, personal relationships. We talk about money. We talk about finances, health, career, self-esteem, and overall the quality of life. And uh, if you have heard the show before, you know um, sometimes I host a show solo, and sometimes I have guests that help me along the way to discuss some of these topics along the way. We have a lot of great guests, and I thank you all for supporting my show. Um, my show has been featured as a feature show, and also I'm also featured as a, a, a feature host, and I do thank you. I owe it all to you, my gratitude to you all. And uh, that takes me into my intention of doing a show. My intention of doing a show is really is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire to live. It's really all is up to you. I ask you to have um, an open mind on the show and an open heart, and that's all I ask of you. And that's my intention. And I also want to put it out there, um, watch for my, you know, follow the show. I'll put a message on my show page um, for my uh, upcoming audio book that I'm going to put out there, the, the 10 must-have goals um, in order to change your life. And I really put it in a, in a sort of like 101, you know, um, coaching and it's it's uh it's with a, a great bonus in the end of the the audio book. It's a great time for you to you know evaluate um, some of these uh, areas in your life. I cover the major major areas in your life that you can really start working on to kind of make um some some big jump in your life and change some of the some of the things that are not working for you. So watch for that. It's going to be coming out. Hopefully, I will be. Putting it out, you know, by next week, no later. It's all done. It's just going to try to publish it and put it out. So thank you again um, for um, for joining us. So today um, I do have a co-host. He will be signing in um, shortly. He's um, he's with a patient right now. My friend, my dear friend, Dr. DeCanto, will be joining us um, today to discuss some of the um, life principles and uh, there he, you know, he mentioned there's seven of them, and we're going to be discussing about four of them today on the show. Um, but the show today is really about something that is um, living outside the box. Where are you right now? 
and we're going to try to examine some of the things that you currently are doing in your life and see, you know, where you at. Are you in or out? Are you living by your own rules or are you living by the rules that were um that were put on you or forced on you by other people whether it's family member or by your environment or by your own beliefs, your sets of beliefs. So the question is to really kind of bring the awareness to that point, you know, where you stand right now and what's going on in your life. So if you ever had stopped and thought about it for a second and thought about, you know, your life and what matters to you and see where you, everything, like when you think about the things that you do on a daily basis, where are those things? that action that you take or the things that you do coming from. Why are you doing it in one way versus another way? Have you ever questioned that? And if you have not, I really suggest that you do. Because that tells you, you know, how you live in your life. Are you living it from your own, you know, the the, the deep inside of you, you know, the, the person that you wish to be? Or are you living because you're controlled by someone else or someone else is, you know, um, controlling your behavior or your action? Um, and that would determine whether you are living inside the box or you stepping outside that box. And you become truly free, free as an individual, as someone who really wants to stand for themselves and just say, you know what, this is how I choose to live my life. No one can determine the life that I choose as a person to live. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a lot harder than you think it is, you know, to really actually do that. I have been questioning this for a long, long time myself. And I, I, if you ever ask me, you know, in the past, and I still stand with that, I've never been a follower person. Um, I've always been a leader in my own life in, a, in that sense where I make a decision for myself. And I make that decision based on what I think, and hopefully, is right for me. And we all make mistakes, and we all learning, and it's all really about the learning part of life. Um, when you stop learning, you stop living. So therefore, I, I, you know, that's why I mentioned in the beginning of the show to really have an open mind, an open mind, and an open heart. You gotta open yourself to receive new information to sort of compare it to what you have currently and see if that new information is working for you or against you. So you can take and choose from which, you know, what what works for you and what does not work and how that makes you that individual that you want to be, that free individual. You know, like I said, it's not an easy process, but it's definitely, definitely doable. So, you know, I I mean, one of the things that you can do, you know, question the things that you do on a daily basis. Question the things, I mean, you know, I, I actually was kind of really bouncing in my head, what do I want to call the show today? You know, it, it's the holidays coming up and people are making the list and they're checking it twice. But the list that they're making is a list of things material things, things that comes and go, but yet we never stop to make a list that is for us, 
what I mean for us, a list of the things that we like to see changing, that we like to see happening in our life. Why do we don't think about these things? It always puzzles me. It really does puzzle me why we spend so much time thinking and making a list of things that come and go, but we really don't sit and and try to make a list of things that really can improve our life or change our life or make us better in some way or another. You know, and I said education, learning, you know, um, obviously when, when we learn, we can teach, and when we teach, we can grow. You know, and and that's where I come from as a person and as a professional coach. But the question is, are you ready? Are you ready to transform your life? Are you ready to make a list of changes that will allow you to live the free individual person that you meant to live? How do you free yourself from the societies and society's rules and, and, and everything that is imposed on you? How do you educate yourself? You know, I mean, I grew up, you know, obviously um, in a in a middle class family, you know, where things were, of course, you know, we're taught to be living a certain way, we're taught to behave in a certain way. We were, we were, um, um, things were accepted and things were not accepted. But you, as an individual, that's why we call it individual. We have the right to grow as an individual, to decide as we go on in our life what is right for us as an individual and for our own evolution. I think a change is coming. And, I, you know, you hear people driving me crazy with the 2012, you know, things. 2012 life world is not going to end. A change will be coming. Change is definitely coming, and change is happening right now. The question to ask, are you ready for that change? The world is not going to end. I hate to give you the bad news. The world is not ending. The Mayan said the world calendar, the new calendar will begin. It's a new phase in our life, and humanity is coming. Our energy is shifting. There's a lot of things that are shifting on this planet. Where you stand can make or break the things that happen in, in your life. And, of course, can affect, and that, you know, that effect can start to move further and further away as, you know, you know the more the energy moving in that direction, the more you see, you know, the, the negative um, shift and, 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 and change, you know, if you're not accepting change correctly or you're not taking change and you refuse to change, you will be left behind. No one should be left behind. You deserve to be free. So the question about living inside or outside the box, it's where you are right now. Where do you see yourself living life right now? It's okay. No matter what place you are, you know, there's a place to go. You know, we talked about this many, many times on this show. Life always moving. Life is constantly changing. So you're either changing and moving forward 
Or will you not change it and move in backwards? So you're constantly moving. How do you deal with these rules that are, you know, uh, been forced on you? And especially when those rules do not, you know, they conflict with what you really, who you really are. And now I'm going to bring on my co-host, my dear friend, um, Dr. DeCanto has just joined us. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about some of these principles of life and, and then how we can really get ourselves moving with this new evolution, the process, the shift that is going on right now, the changes that are happening right now on this planet. And, and let's, you know, let's all do our part for ourselves and for everybody else who is concerned and around us in our own world. Hello, my friend. Thanks, Dr. DeCanto, for being here. Hello, Ria. How are you? I am wonderful. You know, I, 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 I'm I, so glad that you decided to co-host the show with me today. And uh, you probably heard me a little bit talking about, you know, some of these um, things that we um, we tend to miss on, on and where we are and and, and where we should be, and, and, you know, I mentioned, you know, for p- people who are not on the, in the chat room, I just want to mention that the chat room is open, and if you have a question or comment, feel free to call us at 626-213-5773. Um, Dr. DeConto <clears throat> has been a guest on my show. He is my uh, um, dear friend of mine, and he is my co-host today, and uh, just to give you a little bit background on Dr. DeConto, he is the founder of the healing model T called the healing of the three. He had talked about this before on the show. Um, and he is a chiropractic physician by trade, uh, a spiritual counselor, a master energy healer, and he also has an advanced training as a Reiki master. And as I mentioned, he's a great friend of mine. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's jump right into it. Because first of all, one thing that we got to discuss is we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And being saying that, you know, a spiritual being is a triad. That is a father, son, holy ghost type of thing where on the dyads, we on the earth, the physical form, we're here to experience. On the spiritual realm, you can't experience anything because there's no physical body. So when we talk about when you're mentioned two thousand twelve, there's going to be definitely a shift in the energetics. Now you cannot have a shift in the energetics and the spiritual world, unless you have a compromise and some shifting in the physical world. Mm-hmm. So even though the world's not going to come to an end, we see right now the storms, Sandy, which I suffered through. I just heard we this morning did. that only 6% of the U.S. right now has, has snow on it, where it should be about 43% as of last year. So there's going to be a shift in the physical world. You know, and we don't know what that is yet. That's minor compared to a shift in the spiritual world. And what's happening is these people, you know, people are feeling unease. People are going a little bit, you know, stir-crazy because they can't understand what's happening overall. They can't understand why we're feeling so different. What's the difference within us? And it is a shift in the energy. But the one thing that you always have to understand about this, about a human being, you know, first of all, Human beings are the only species that can justify anything. We can justify anything in our mind. And one thing that you, we have to understand, I always know this in my heart, that God did not create anyone different than the next person. We are all created the same. 
We are all created the same. Now, we may be here for different experiences. That's not the whole issue. But the thing is, what I want to talk about is we have this basic seven rules about the human sphere. We'll talk about the first four. But, you know, I do want to ask everyone, and what do you think is the number one most important reason of existence in life? Good what do you think it is? Right. That, you know, what do you think is the most number one important existence of our life? Right. Well, the most important thing while we're here is self-worth, is to love ourselves. Now, a lot of people say it's love. Love is not number one in this world. And why I believe this is because as we go through this, right. the first three, because the first, the most important thing is self-worth, is you. And when you have, when you have, a, when you have self-worth, the second most important thing in your life is a purpose. And the third most important thing in your life is, is helping others, and the fourth is love. Because there's a lot of people, I, I guess. Uh, so let's, let's break personal. them down and talk about one out of uh, one at a time. And I, sure. I think, yeah, you know, we brought you brought a good uh, um, concept here. So we're going to discuss four principles here, and that's going to help us, you know, realize, you know, where we are, and then how can we stop step out of the, you know, our own box and, and really realize that, you know, we do have, we should create and have a good self-worth. So let's talk about the first one, self-worth. Why do, why do we think people, most people don't really stop to think about this concept, you know, and, and they don't think they worth the, not why? I'll talk about material things here. We're talking about, Wait, go ahead. Why people don't have self-worth? Mm-hmm. Because it's the reason people don't have self-worth is because people are so concerned about ego, about other people, that right. they lose their own identity. Right. Our self-worth comes from within us. Our self-worth has nothing to do with what someone thinks of you. But yet, someone who's, you know, someone who's externally motivated, their whole life is based on what people think of them. Think of them, and that's really what it's not all about. So our self-worth is what. We, that comes from within you. That really comes from within you. When you wake up in the morning and you have no self-worth, then you need to have a purpose. I mean, what is your purpose? When you wake up every morning, you, you need a purpose. And we know that when someone retires, they usually die within seven years unless they have a, a purpose. Because when you have no value in life, you can't exist. There's no function for you to wake up in the morning. Because everything else, this spiritual stuff, um, is what we're all about. Because we're spiritual beings having human experience. We're not human beings having a spiritual experience. Right. So your self-worth comes from within. And the question is, well, how do you create self-worth? Well, first of all, you need a purpose in the morning. Because I will truly believe that every human being is created the same. I don't care where you're from, you're created the same. We're right. missing nothing. I said this last time. We just having you misplace it yourself. God does not, or whatever you believe in, does not give one person more power over another person. That one person, if he thinks someone has more power over him, that's created within him. So if you have a purpose every day, and then if you share this purpose in helping other people, then life comes, then love comes into your life in a sense. Well, because, you know... Uh, 
No, I mean, I'm I'm going to, you know, uh, please, you know, don't mind interrupting you here. But what I was going to say, you know, to emphasize on this, this part of self-worth, I think the the, the issues that I think it's existed in the, in the self-worth part of it, because of the dominating, someone else dominates you. So, therefore, you don't feel you are self-worthy. So, I think you need to uh, um, realize that, that no one has any domination over you. Unless you give it to them. Unless you give it to them. But, you know, we do live in a society that does exist. I mean, you know, obviously in this country, the you know, I mean, it's still in this country happens. But even in this, you know, in, in, in this country, you know, you'll see there's so many. And especially like, you know, whether it's a, it, it, the female, you know, the woman are being second, you know, still at this, at, at, in this age, the second um, um, citizen. What do you call it? Uh, second class citizen, and and therefore they always have somebody who is superior to them, or who is you know. And, and we're not talking about the sexist here, but I'm just talking about you know in 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 general, you know how you can you can uh, um, see it. And but unless we get rid of this, this whole someone is dominates you, I don't think you can have anybody. You know the self worth exists. Well, I think that's created by society, and we are society. So, you know, the thing is, you can, you know, we're everyone's an individual, and and one thing is that for someone to feel weak for someone else, they got to ask themselves what's weak within them. That's what they got to ask themselves. Where, what weakness are they seeing within them? It's it's is in them that they recognize their weakness from someone else. Like, I think that. Um, you can never change the circumstances, only the way you feel about it. And we always talk about that. Yeah, so your circumstance right. around you is something that doesn't define who you are. That doesn't define it. I mean, what is like, when we look at life or people, I mean, if someone has a, a million dollars, someone has a hundred dollars in the bank, they both function the same way at a different level. Maybe one has a bigger house, maybe one lives in the street, but they both have life. They both have they both breathe. They both are going to die. They both have their certain perspectives that has to has to happen in in a human spirit, human being. So you can't you define yourself by what you think of yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are very happy that have nothing, and then there's people out there that if they ever they if they don't have some tangible item, they're not happy. So it's you know, so the self worth has nothing to do with the material things. We we agree to that. Nothing at all. Absolutely. And it has nothing to has nothing to do with what people think of you. Right. But if if you know, I just worked I just worked with someone yesterday and and so funny, if if a family member tells you off, it feels much different than if a stranger tells you off. And why is that? That's a good because question. Family, why is that? Oh, because you can never okay. The question is, the answer to that is very simple. A stranger has no connection to you other than another human being. There's no hate. There's no love. There's no anger. There's nothing there. Now, a family member, which you love, and this is where the saying comes from, the people you love the most, you hurt the most. Because we, understand what I'm going to say, we live in a dichotomy. You can never have a poor person without a rich person. You never have a sick person without a, a, a healthy person. You judge what you are by what you feel within you. So 
if a family member that you love dearly tells you off, you now, as much as you go up on the love, the, the positive, you can equal that under the negative, and then you will be pissed off. Where a stranger tells you off, no, you don't care, because there's no energy connection to that person other than life itself. So when someone, and when a family member tells you off, because they love you, they can hate you. You can never hate someone that you don't love because it's, it's energetically impossible. You need an energetic connection with every. And what's a big example? This is our dogs. Everyone loves their dogs mm-hmm. because a dog will love you unconditionally. Therefore, you have a different energetic connection with a dog. Where a family member, we're taught, we're taught conditional love as we grow up, as we grow up, you know, you don't eat your if you don't eat your vegetables, go to your room. Therefore, mommy doesn't love me because I didn't eat my vegetables. So we are taught that, and that's what and this 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 energy field being taught is we bring with us as we grow up. Well, you know, it goes back to our beliefs, our beliefs that we inherited, our beliefs that we were you know we were born with, you know, the beliefs about you know born, how born, we should born. be. We're, we were taught them. We weren't born with them. You're only well, born with them. Well, you were born children. with them because, well, because you were, you got them from your, and while you're in the wounds, you got them. You were born with them. You, they they pass on to you, you know, from one uh, wound, wound to another. I mean, it was, it, it's, uh, you know, it, I guess when we evolve and we grow, you know, we get older, we either take on more we start get rid of some of them and that's what this whole thing about this show is about how to get rid of and step out of that box and and start saying enough is enough of some of these old beliefs that are just one thing about you said getting out of the box is there's principles here you know what you know you know what you know you don't do it and you don't know what you don't know see life is always getting out of the box you owe, I mean, how many people know what they should do tomorrow to make a better life and they don't do it? Because, because that means they're not stepping out of the box. They're staying in. They don't want to leave the box. See, right, because they, they don't want to leave the box. Right. Comfort zone. Yeah, so so our stepping out of the box, everyone listening, everyone in the world can step out of their box and go to the next level. But the thought, the feeling is why don't why did they choose not to do that? And that's where the emo- and see that's what's so great about life. Everything's within us. You know, you know, everyone's within us. We are in control of our life. Now, does that? And when I say that, sure, you know, you have consequences, and some people don't do something because they fear that. And I'm the same way. We're all the same way. Certain things, but we are in control, you know, of, of our life. And and it's interesting. So when you start to understand. Well, I can do, I can change. I just talk to someone and I ask them, can you do five jumping jacks every day for 21 days? That's what a simple question was. Because if someone can do something. That's what it takes to make a change. (laughs) It would create a change with him if he did that. Absolutely. And that little, it's baby steps. Mm -hmm. That little change then gives you a little bit of confidence to do a bigger change. I mean, it's, that's where, you know, so. We are. We can step out of the box. We know how to do it, but we we got to decide. And that's what you do with with, with your, your with your clients. What's made them not step out of the box? 
But what I want to just make everyone, I want to clear it with everyone, they have the potential within them. Oh, absolutely. If you have, if you have a self-worth, if you have a purpose, you help other people, then you, you create a value within you. And what's so neat about this is when you create that value in the physical world, it's tripled in the energetic world. Right. You know, it's when you walk into a room and people are attracted to you. Because they may not even know you, but they feel comfortable standing next to you. Because you're you're because you are creating an energy field via not just the spiritual world but also the physical world. And that and some and that's exciting. That's exciting for people to understand that. So, I mean that's yeah, I mean again, you know, I mean just the concept, you know, to realizing that you're not trapped. You know, if you think that's that's all it is, there is more to it than that space that you see yourself within. And that's why I try on this show to always bring that awareness. It's all about bringing your conscious awareness to what is going on right now in your life. It's really, you know, I mean, that's the first step, realization, you know, awareness. And I think when you come to the awareness of where you at, and then realizing, is this question it at that point? I mean, is it something, you know, that you want? You know, I mean, and that's where the self-worthy comes, self-worth comes in. You know, if you think that's all you deserve, that's where you should be, you know, that's a choice you got to make. We're not here to try to change your your way of thinking. No, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's really important that people want what they think they want but just realizing that you cannot have it that's wrong because you can have anything whether it's on a physical or on an energetic level that like you mentioned it's just you need to you know accept the fact that you, you are cutting off my friend yeah you hear me awareness yeah, i can hear you sign, yeah awareness is the first sign of healing and you hit it right on the nose when you said that if you become aware of something you there excuse me you're there for can correct it. And a lot of people live in the dark. And so awareness is a first sign of healing. And that's how I always, when I work with someone. So you have to be aware. Now, before you can be aware, you got to know what you want to be aware of. I mean, there's basic questions that you have to ask yourself as an individual. What am I waking up for tomorrow morning? Right. What is my purpose? What's my purpose? You can't even, if you can't answer that, then, then you, I mean, then you need to sit down and Answer that question. And if you want to find out, ask yourself, is everyone's money motivated? Because that's society. You need money to survive, not live, to survive. So you ask yourself, what would I do if money was not an issue? Right. Talk about this before. Right. And come up, sit down, write every day. Write for 20, 30 minutes. Take that time in your life and do it. And then you'll become connected with your awareness within you. And then you don't have to worry about other people because you'll come from within you. The truth will come out sooner or later. I mean, do writing every day. I mean, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and write. You want to write. You want to find your purpose if you don't know it when you are in your, your beta wave where you are just semi-conscious of sleeping, where your ego isn't going to tell you what to do. And we know this, and when and these people are trying to grow, they say, well, I got a great idea. I'm going to go open up a restaurant. And then this little brain, this little thought in your head says, you can't do that. Because 30 years ago, your father said you'll never be nothing. So we are full of these old messages. I think we talked about this before. Someone 
if you could wake up tomorrow morning and have no identity of who you were, who would you be? Right. It's just, and that is an amazing. I, I heard thing. the story actually. I was reading something yesterday, and, and I, you know, it was it was really interesting. Um, that this guy, he was in a jungle of India somewhere, whatever. And he actually ended up writing a book about it. Um, I, I I just like briefly read something about it, but anyhow. So what happened is, and I, you know, just to to kind of um, emphasize on what you were saying a minute ago. He had hit his head or something like that, and he um, uh, lost his group or whatever his story. I can't remember exactly, and he had an amnesia. He literally couldn't remember anything about himself and where he is and, and who he is and why he was there or whatever. And he ended up discovering his life as a new life, and, and he talked about his journey you know, as a new person. Um, and of course, you know, later on, I guess the story, you know, like he, you know, somebody found him or whatever, and they told him who he was, or, you know, but the moral of the story is if, like you said, if you wake up one day and you cannot remember who you were yesterday, what would you be? Who would you be? Where would you live? What would you do? Where would you, yeah, exactly. You and I, I question that myself. I, I really do. And I'm like, where would I be? And, and how would I do things? And, 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 and so on and so forth. It's like you were just reborn but i think you can reborn at any minute any moment um i don't think you have to have an amnesia i don't think you have to lose your memory i don't have to i don't think you have to die and re you know and born again to to be that person you can do it at any moment but you have to come to that realization acceptance right yeah and you gotta just revamp your thinking not and who you are you gotta revamp your thinking in your life and and um, when you revamp your thinking, then you can start to not – it's not who you are. It's who people want you to be. What is your values and your goals? That's why when you start writing on a daily basis, 10 minutes a day, Absolutely. You, you'll, start to, you'll start to uncover some subconscious within you that really could be exciting to you. So we, we, we talked are, about, you know, um, so, that you know, we're still on the self – um, self-worth as a, the first principle, um, life principle, right? So what would you, yeah. wh- what's the second one? The second one is having a purpose. Okay, perfect. Okay. Purpose. Which, okay. And again, in, uh, if you look at the purpose, the reason for a purpose is look at everything as energy. Here you have 100, 100% of energy within you. What do you want to do with it? Well, the best way to express it is with a purpose, something that your present time soul, your consciousness that within you in this lifetime wants to do. And it could be confusing for people because they don't know what they want to do. Too many choices. Well, yeah, true to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And too many outside forces tell them what they should do. Right. And not what they they they, they need to do. Right. So that energy, always, I always look at lives with energy. We have an amount of energy. We want to express this energy. How do we do that? So the second thing is your purpose. Now, and define your purpose right. And like we said before, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? Right. What would you do? So, I mean, you probably have ideas, too, how to find a purpose. I'm sure there's, there's books out there. You know, you can find out. Some people say, well, find out what you're good at. Well, yeah, but this is somebody else's opinion, and, 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 you know, yeah. again, you are controlled by someone else's 
you know, what they think for you that you should be doing. I think, it, you know, obviously I'm not knocking anybody down here and it's a great uh, um, publication out there or whatever. But what I'm just saying here, you need to really, and that's the greatest things about spending time with yourself, whether it's meditating or writing things down. I question things constantly. I've been doing this for quite a while and I still do it. And I do it every single day. I actually start doing it more now in the evening because I feel I, I'm like, you know, I'm ready because now I'm, I'm relaxed. So I just kind of like I sit down and I, I have my my journal. I have tons of journals. <laughs> and I fill them up really fast next to my bedstand. And I just write things down. Things come to me. through. So if you meditate, that's a great way to have your journal right next to you. You know, so when you get out of meditating, when you're spending that few times alone, you know, in a quiet time, your mind, your the energy within you wakes up and tells you what your purpose is. I know finding your purpose is not is not that easy. I've been there. I've asked myself that question so many times. Well, you know, and and um, and we still, you know, I mean, every day, you, you know, it's it's a new day. Well, there's two thoughts here, right? real quick before I forget them. The first thing is our purpose is, is clear, is is um is fogged, is smoked up, is cloudy by the people around us. We're because they think that their purpose should be our purpose. And the second thing before I forget, when you pray, you talk to God. When you meditate, God talks to you. Right. So you really need to start to meditate and the purpose is within you. But we've been bombarded by what we can't do that we block our own purpose. So you really need, and this may not happen overnight. This may be a month process. But if you, when you work at it, it will create, you will find something that will stimulate you to have some excitement. You'll find something that's going to stimulate you to understand something that really excites you. Your purpose is, when you have a purpose, you don't need an alarm clock. That's the whole point. When you have a purpose, you don't need a alarm clock in the morning because excitement gets you up. Your pure energetics will get you up. You know what I've, what I've noticed, is, is, you know, true to what you said, um, but what I've also noticed, I think the more you become, um, the more t- time you spend alone in the quiet time, meditating, just closing your eyes, whatever you want to, you know, wh- whatever form that you, um, um, you practice this, um, you start seeing a lot of insights. I think insights is going to lead you to your purpose as well. I see it all the time. I put it to the test all the time. Insights come to me all the time. Not because I am like, you know, super woman. I'm not. I'm just like anybody else. Well, the reason they come to you is because you're open up to it. I'm sorry? No, the reason they come to you is because you're opened up to it. That's, that's what it is. I think when you open and yourself most- up to life, you will open yourself to these insights. You will open yourself up to to really stepping out of the, 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 the box and seeing life from a different perspective, not by the rules of others, not by the rules of society, not the rules of your sets of beliefs, not the rules that you were forced to follow, but just from you, from the inside out. Um, I, I think it's a process, and like I said from the beginning of the show, it's not a, something that you can just a flip a switch and it automatically comes on. It doesn't come on like that. 
It's so true. That is so true. Yeah. So let's talk about the third um, principle. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. You you kicked out. I'm on my cell phone this time. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No problem. I know you are dialing from, from your cell phone. What I was saying, you know, was we're trying to cover at least four principles of life, and we talked about the self-worth. We talked about having a purpose, and the third one. It, the third one is share is helping other people. That's ah, what the third one is. Thank you. Yeah. Now, again, if you go through, and you have a purpose, it's all about sharing. You know, it, you know, it means like it's all about sharing. I mean, the reason we're we're created, I believe, is so the higher power. God, or whoever you want to call, wants to share his love to someone. And we're the same way. Now, there's a, there's a catch-22 there, because what's so interesting about it is, and this is always this always amazed me, is, because we'll go back, well, we'll go, but that's the next one, but going back to having a purpose and sharing it, when you have something to share with someone, you're giving away. You're giving something away. You're giving a value away. Right. And when you give it, when you share it with other people, you connect the energies of everyone. But yet it comes from you. So when you share, when you when you can help someone, you're that's part of our existence. Matt, if you were all by yourself and didn't help anyone, and you sat in a room, you have all this energy, but you're not sharing it. The key is to share the energy. So one becomes at all. One becomes one. And again, you know, when you look at a um, the triad of life, or when you look at a triangle. The more, the higher the energy, the less amount. There's there's billions of one cell animals, but as we go higher up on the intelligence things, the more intelligent an animal is, the less there are of them. If you have, you know, you have millions of people that went to high school, then you got right. millions of people went to college. I mean, then you have less that went to college. Then you have less that went to graduate school. Then you have less that keep getting more educated. Same with God, it's energy. The more the, the higher your energy, the less amount. There's one highest God. It's all this ultimate energy. This, but as we become closer to be, with God, become, we become one with God. So look at us at a very low scale of energetics. We are on earth. We're separate. We're not one yet, but we're, our goal is to become one. Our goal is to help other people. Our goal is they will walk down the street and not have to worry about being mugged. Our goal is to become one energetically. So if you are sitting home doing nothing and not sharing or not helping someone, then you're not participating in the overall picture of life, of the energetics of life. You know, I have to tell what you. What's so amazing it, it about that so because yes. when we go to the fourth aspect of this, love, and this is what always amazes me, when we go to love, a lot of people say, well, listen, if I love myself, I don't have to, no one has to love me. Because I could be in a room with a thousand people and still be lonely. But when you love yourself, going back to the family member, when you love yourself, you can then give love out. When you don't love yourself, how the heck are you going to love anybody else? So the fourth aspect of, 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 of it being love, that's the aspect of it where you're going to say, okay, I, I love myself, therefore I'm going to attract love. love into my life. Right. I'm going to because remember, in the spiritual world, likes attract. It's only in the physical world that likes repel. So when you can bring the energetics of the physical world to the spiritual world, and that's that's the key, then you will attract true love into your life. And it's not about, but you can never attract that until you love yourself. 
going back to the first principle of self worth. Self worth. Right. I mean, you got to admit, when you wake up in the morning, if you're laying in bed doing nothing, your self worth has to be a little bit down. And then, and then, and there's nothing you have to think about. What comes first, a chemical change or the thought? And I will tell, that, what I mean by that is, I remember giving a lecture many years ago, and a woman said, um, I think the chemical. Actually, right. She was, well, she was suicidal, and she said, I'm suicidal, and I'm, I'm clinically depressed. I have the blood test to prove it. And my question to her was, okay, you are. You are. But what happened is the thought came first. You don't wake up one day. I don't believe it unless someone can, I mean, unless there's studies done. You don't wake up one day with a blood that shows depression it, or, or, you know, or a disease or cancer. It is a process. So, and again, I always believe that thought comes first because, again, well, I, was, I always use John's Mandel as an example. When John's Mandel, 50 or 80% of those people got lung disease and smoking causes cancer, well, how come some people smoking don't get cancer? There's a lot to it. We don't know. So if you are going to think a depressing thought every day, and Tony Robbins talks a lot about this, you'll become depressed. So well, yeah, you, absolutely. That's why, right. that's why the key is for 21 days, now is, um chiropractically, they always said, don't ever keep someone out of work more than three weeks. When you keep someone out of work for more than three weeks, they don't want to go back to work. They will then find excuses not to go back to work. The back will hurt more. And they did studies with dentists. They gave, they gave people, dent, um, they, they had two types of groups. One group they gave dentures, um, dentures to that they didn't pay for, and the second group they paid in full. The people that paid in full had less complaints. The people that didn't pay yet they found excuses so they didn't have to pay. So, you know, this is what's so exciting about our life. This is all in this physical world. You know, it's, it's, let me add this to to what you're saying, um, Tony, Dr. Santo, and, and I appreciate um, what you said because this truly is correct. Um, but what I'm thinking is, I mean, I think, you know, the key to self-love and, 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 and not worrying and, and, and not having these depression and thinking about life and in, 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 in the worst scenarios or whatever, is really to detach from the need to be validated by others, by the society, because everything that we do alone it's reflection and how we behave in the outside world. Okay. Yes. So I think, you know, when we feel we constantly need to be validated, we constantly need to be approved by other people. And I used to be one of them. I really constantly, you know, it's like, I, I need to know how people think of me, you know, being in sales and corporate sales. I was like, it was really important that my clients like me, my client, you know, I'm doing my job correctly, but it was important to me. And I start to carry this on a personal level and it was wrong. You know, so I realized it was wrong. It was just driving me crazy. And I used to have anxiety attacks constantly. And I used to think, it's like, oh, my God, I have no control over them. I had no control over my anxiety attack. The first anxiety attack I had, I was sitting in college in lecture. No reason. I didn't think I was depressed. I had no depression except distrust of, of, of being in school. And I thought I was dying because I didn't know what an anxiety attack was. I end up finding so myself in the hospital and telling me, oh, well, you are diagnosed with, you know, and then here you go. You need to control that. And later on, it became depression. And then I felt like 
out of control because someone else is telling me this is how you're supposed to be living your life. Well, the thing is I want to make clear. Let me explain one thing. I mean, I don't want to sound like listen, people in like with 9-11, with, with, with Sandy, believe me, if you lose your house, you're going to be depressed. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you lose a loved one, you're going to be depressed. You're going to go through, and that's good. Those are natural, normal living, yeah, yeah, human experience. What I'm pointing out is, what I'm saying is, you don't want that to become the norm. Now, you said before about being in college and having an anxiety attack. Who's, and that anxiety anxiety attack had to be real because you had one. So you did you did have an increase in, in serotonin. You did have an increase in, in chemical changes. But what I'm saying is that that anxiety attack, there's other parts to it. Maybe when you were, I mean, here's an example that I, I can tell you. I was treating a patient that was allergic to cheese. And in the meditation that we were doing, he remember sitting at a table and he was a kid and his father said to the mother, he's going to be allergic to cheese just like I am. So what right. I'm saying is the that thought, that thought embedded. is part of the physical. Right. That thought is part of the mental. Right. So when I and I don't, I might sound like an, an idiot when I said it's all thought. No, it's it's a third of each. It is a it is a, a triad of life. We are body, mind, and spirit. I just want you to clarify that the thought is part of it. But well, thought is energy. Absolutely, no, I agree with you. Part. I'm not doubting that, Tony. Well, no, I just want to make sure everyone else understands what I'm saying with that. Because right. I'm not saying that it's just thought. That would be an, an idiot to say that. It's part of it. And that's right. the part that no one looks at. That's the part that, oh, you go to a doctor, it's depression, take these drugs. And I will tell you something else that just happened. I just had a, uh, I was talking to someone that they said, you know, young kid, clinically depressed, and he was externally motivated. And I said, well, why do you think you're depressed? And his exact words was, because the doctor told me I was. Right. Now, and so he is, he's it's shot in a way. We have to be, we have to make our own decisions. And then we have to decide. So it's very hard to treat someone like that because he now is putting more power into an external force, a doctor, the, I don't care what kind of doctor it is, instead of himself. And that's what you're talking about, it's being outside the box. Be outside the box. Come more within yourself. Have more power than you because you have it. And well, you also have the baggage that caused it. <laughs> and that absolutely. Is, well, let me let me let me uh, let me just uh, um, um, point something out. You know, uh, you are listening to your Life Now Radio Show, and uh, I am your host, Cotria, and my co-host today is Dr. DeCanto. This show is really intended to be for information purpose and uh, and and for you know also thought provoking. So, you know, please don't misunderstand me or Dr. Licanto. We, you know, if you are clinically depressed or anything like that and, and you are under supervision of, of uh, medical supervision, uh, make sure that you seek your professional advice first. Um, we are not telling you what to do, um, as I mentioned. So it's really important that I point that out. <laughs> so exactly. just for clarification. Exactly. Um, so, you know, we, we, we're talking about stepping out of the box. We're talking about, you know, the principle of life. Um, you know, you say there's a seven principle of life. So we only have time to discuss four. We talked about self-worth being number one. We talked about having a purpose. 
And then um, the big one that I love, which I feel it's it's uh, dear to my heart, and I, I, I feel it, the connection to it, and it works every time, helping other people. I think when you help other people, you help yourself. It works for me. I believe it's the best thing that you can do when you, you know, when you feel the connection, uniting with others, feeling, you know, that we are here um, um, on purpose as well. And we need to help each other. And then uh, the number four, we talked about love, self-love in the beginning. You know, we don't go out and searching for love. You know, love is within us. Love, we are love. And, 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 and we have to come to that realization that self-love is, is the key to, um, to finding love. If you have no self-love, you cannot love anyone else, I think. And, and that's, you know, I, I know you agree on that one. Um, and, and the reason we don't have sometimes self-love because we're afraid of something. we either afraid of the rejection um, and, um, um, you know, or, um, or something else. Of course, my other phone is ringing for whatever reason. But anyway, so sorry about that interruption. But let's wrap it up, um, Dr. DeCanto, and uh, we will discuss the third. The, the if you want, we can discuss the three, the the other three, or you know, we can leave it to the next uh, show if you like. Okay, uh, well, let me get going, and I will talk to you. Okay, thanks. For okay, knowing. thank you so okay. much. I really do appreciate you coming in and co-hosting no the show with me. All right, my friend, we'll thanks, talk later. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. So as I mentioned, my friends, um, you know the 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 change is coming and change is happening, and it's really up to you. It's all up to you, and you have the the, the right to, to make that decision for yourself and decide if you accept change and get out of the comfort zone, out of your own box that you're living in. Or if you are if you are out of the box, you know, check and make sure you're not going into another box. Okay, so you know, question things, make choices that are right for you. Try to detach yourself from the need to be validated by other people and other people's opinion of you. You are an individual. Each one of us is an individual, and each one of us have the right to live our free life at will and you know it's it's a process it's steps so take the step take one step one baby step at a time and and make that change make that positive change it's really it's all about making and taking those little baby steps so to live the life that you want to live but you got to question it. you got to bring your awareness. you got to have, like Dr. DeCanto, we talked about, you know, some of these principles of life, you know. Do you have self-worth? If you don't have self-worth, why not? You know, question what's going on in your life. Who's telling you you're not worthy? And get them out of your life because you are worthy. And then, you know, have have a purpose in life. We all need to have a purpose in life. Every day is a new day. Forget about yesterday. It's gone. We're not going to worry about tomorrow because it's not here. Mother Teresa, my favorite quote, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not here. All we have is today. Let us begin. So let's begin right now from where we're standing and let's do something. Let's be ready for the change. Let's be ready for the new, you know, uh, movement, evolution, for the shift that is happening on our planet. We all can contribute. 
We all can do our part and start with each one of us. So all I ask of you, again, you know, just to take that step. Take that step. Find out more how I can help you too. If you need the help, you can reach me on my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me an email at coachbyria, uh, coachria at gmail.com. I'm on Skype, coachria. I'm everywhere. You can send me a message here on Skype if you, I mean, on the show, if you follow the show. So make sure you do follow the show to um, to have all the latest information. And watch out for my new audio book that is coming up hopefully by next week. And uh, um, I'm going to share with you 10 must-have goals to change your life. And I can guarantee you if you take those steps, you will change your life for the better. And it's all up to you. So with all that being said, my friend, I love you all. I thank you all for supporting my show, for being here, for telling your friends about the show, for making me the person that I am. I love you. Thank you. Bye-bye for now. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com, and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.